All we are is an old guy's butt. I mean, come on. Big bang. Let's go. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the Great of the Town podcast, brought to you by us over at A to Z Horror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. Jack, nature's just big stuff eating little stuff. <laughs> Accurate. And sitting next to Jake is someone else who's just having a sip of communion wine, so it's all kosher. It's Mark. What's up, guys? For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. This week, we watched a Jake pick. Jake, your first of 2019. Yay! Yeah. We did it. We watched a movie We're with here. an impossible to figure out title. No, it's very easy. It's, well, Mark couldn't fucking figure it oh, out. Oh, well, he <laughs> just can't say things. <laughs> well, I that's, just couldn't remember it. I that's mean. about par for the course. We watched 2013's The Borderlands, which Shit. was released in America as Final Prayer. Like, years later. Yeah. This is this is a classic example, listener, of a horror movie that doesn't want to tell you what year it actually came out. Yeah, and Mark called The Last Sacrament. Yeah, yeah, that it's, was bad. it's not that. I don't know where yeah. I got that. I mean, it's yeah. kind of close. That Final makes more sense than the Saturday. Borderlands, but we'll we'll dive into all that. Oh, I like that name. <laughs> we'll dive into it. It's we'll fun. dive into the whole movie, and when we do, yeah. we're gonna spoil the shit of it. So, fair warning on that. This probably isn't a movie that a lot of people have seen, so that kind of matters for this spoilers one. Spoilers matter. Yeah, spoilers Here. matter. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but first, we've got to do the getting drunk part. So, on that score, let's do beers for fears and boys. I think I might have won this week already. So I'm going to go last, because I think I won. I'll go first. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I punted. I was actually late to the recording of this podcast, because I was all frazzled in a rush, typical workday type shit. Uh, I got the first thing that I could find that reminded me of something that you may see in a Catholic church. It's a mosaic IPA. There's like a big old, I don't know, ornate stained glass window type artwork on it. It's by Belching Beaver Brewing. It's actually pretty tasty. Yeah, I'll note that mosaic is not the same thing as stained glass. Yeah, but the look at the thing. That's stained glass for sure. Yeah, it is stained glass. Yeah. Yeah. Mosaic is the hop. A- and maybe maybe stained I told glass you is a form thing. of mosaic. I don't know. I, I think it probably could be. Uh, but like I said, first thing that reminded me of a Catholic church, and I saw the visual of the can, and it's big and bold and staring look, you in the face. Not that bad for a punt. I'll give you that. Sweet. I'll give you that. It's like a punt, but it's like a 50-yarder that you get down on the two-yard line. Yes. Sweet. So Mark! Wait, that's a, okay. That's a really good punt. I it's would a, take that. Well, it's a punt. But it's still a punt. Like, you're still giving up possession exactly. of the throne of best beer selection, Mark. Okay, I, I knew that's what you guys he meant. to tell me what sports analogy my beer is. I got a Baba Black Lager. The first, like, kind of creepy thing that happens in this movie heavily features a sheep. That's yeah. a double this, wicket. This sheep is, like, in the countryside as well, so it's got yeah. the, whole, the whole mise-en-scene going. Mise-en-scene. <laughs> I only okay. have one beer this week. Breaking Wow. Trend. Okay. Well, I'm, then I I think I'm Wait, correct. what kind of sports I'm thing in, is that? I'm, I said I'm, it's a double wicket. I'm aligned to double wicket. That's fine. Okay. Cool. I'll take it. I have no idea what that means. Jack? <laughs> it's cricket terms. <laughs> I am drinking a beer by Red Hook I've never had, which was, number one, interesting that there's a beer by Red Hook that I just haven't come well, across have in my travels. They making new beer. They can't just stop making what we knew them to make in college. I think a lot of places do that. That's not true. That's not even remotely true. They Whatever. fancy themselves a craft brewery, Jack. Okay. Well, they made a coffee IPA, and it's called Continuous Revolution. Copy or nope. Continuous Revelation. I was going to say, coffee well, you got IPA. This even worse than you thought you did. No, Continuous Revelation Coffee IPA. And this is a couple of levels. Number one, the okay. Revelation thing is heavily religious to begin with. Right? Okay. And this is a very God driven movie. Number two, it's gaudy. 
the two primary I mean, it's characters. By a god, not necessarily like god god. Right. Yeah. But that's not what they'll have you think. <laughs> uh, the two main characters in this movie each experience a number of revolution, revelations. Jesus, I'm, dude. I haven't fucking slept the as they're gonna going gonna through this. Yeah. Uh, one of them kind of comes from like a skepticism, nothing beyond what I can experience is yep. real to a yep. shit, there's supernatural stuff. Yep. The other guy goes from a devout belief in God to a belief that God is speaking through him to a belief that there's the devil is there. Like God is not present in that church. They both go through multiple revelations. And ma- many revolutions too, probably. Probably. Based on your current performance level, Jack, I have an important question to ask you. Yes, sir. Since the last recording, have you checked your carbon monoxide detector? Uh, I haven't. Well, I've checked the carbon monoxide detector. It seemed to be functioning. I haven't, like, put carbon monoxide on it, but I pushed the test button. I also removed it from the room. Uh, That's helpful. When Super I tested helpful. it. Super helpful. So, yep. so it might have been working, but now you have no indication of whether or not your room is filled with poison. None indication. Correct. And no sleep, so I won't know if I'm loopy from no sleep or carbon monoxide. Well, I can help you there, bud. Okay. Yeah. Which As one? an addendum, I would also like to point out that you were enough concerned about your performance last time that you did actually take the time to check your carbon monoxide it, detector. It was weird, dude. It was a weird episode. <laughs> <laughs> Shit was weird. But the I, I promise to you I was not as drunk as I sounded. <laughs> uh, question mark. Exclamation point. Okay, that's a weird response. End of what interaction. <laughs> what sports thing is Jack Spear selection? The fucking dick dinger. Sauce, a, a dick dinger? high dinger sauce, <laughs> fucking oh. dinger. Wait, 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 wait. Your beer selection is dick high dinger sauce? It's, yeah, that's, it's a that's fucking a, dinger, that's, man. That's it's what a, a dinger ter- derby. Oh, so it's the dinger, not the dick high dinger sauce. Yeah. Because the dick high dinger sauce is terrible. Oh, okay, no, it's good. Because you're serving it up there. Serving it right up there. Oh, God. It, okay. I You served it right, the movie served it right up to me. I nailed it, knocked it out of the fucking park. Jack's beer selection's a real home run. Yeah, that, that one. That one. Okay. <laughs> Do we agree I win, though, at least? Um, It's a kangaroo court. Oh, it's a, fuck. It's a kangaroo you court. Guys. There's no that, way we can. Based on my boss. Definitely win. Based, Jack wins. Yeah. He gave sure. me some beer. Okay. And by he the wins. way, have you ever had this beer? It tastes weird. Dude, no, I haven't had this beer. It tastes like they mixed coffee and an IPA. Instead of, like, brewing a coffee IPA, oh. they just, like, mixed half a cup of coffee with half an IPA. Glowing review. I'm kind of liking it. It's growing on me. The first sip was jarring, but it's kind of growing How on me. How much caffeine's in this bitch? <laughs> yeah, know. for your own sake, I really hope it's caffeinated. I'm drinking pretty much drinking, like, original brewing four locos over here. But... Drinking beers isn't the only thing we've done over the course of the last week, and full disclosure, has not been a week. It's been like two fucking days since we last recorded. Has it? It feels like it's been a lot longer than that. We recorded on a Friday night. And it's Tuesday. And it's Tuesday. I guess I worked a full 24-hour period. It's been... Okay. It's been shorter than our typical break. Yeah. Sure. But I, I say that... To say I don't have much that's been rocking my horror world. Okay, go world. first. Uh, I have been... Uh, so, friend of the podcast, Janae. I got her hooked on that Winona Earp show I've mentioned before. Yeah, yep, So then yep. we like uh, went in together to buy the third season. We've been watching it um, when we can, which is okay. rarely. But she came over Saturday night. We watched a few episodes of season three. Season three gets bonkers. This is a remind me what show yeah, this we're is, talking about. This is, is uh, Winona Earp. It's it's horror ish for sure. Uh, How this is, is it even horror ish? I thought in I the way honest, that like Buffy the Vampire Slayer is horror ish. I honestly thought you were just 
talking about something you've watched because you had nothing. No, it's, how it's, is this? How is this horrorish? <laughs> There's zombies, demons, monsters, okay. and like vampire esque things. I know nothing about this show. So yeah, you, you didn't to... listen to me the last time I fucking talked Jack, about so it. I never listen to you. <laughs> Don't focus in on one thing. Um, in any case, whereas the first season is her, like it's a pretty straightforward plot of the great great granddaughter of Wyatt Earp teaming up with the Doc Holliday who teamed up with Wyatt Earp. Yeah. yeah. It's a long story, but fighting like the people who Wyatt Earp put down as zombies or whatever demons. Oh. The third season just goes fully off the fucking rails with mythology and demons Jumps and monsters shark. and all sorts of crazy shit. Sweet. It's, it's like trying to keep track of a fucking episode of Riverdale at this point. You like Riverdale though. I love Riverdale okay. and I hate it. Riverdale's great. Guilty pleasure. Mm, I don't. I'm not guilty about watching it, but I dislike it. it. No, I'm guilty of watching it. <laughs> yes, that's hey. Hey, Mark, what's been rocking your horror world? And why is it? I know Herb. Still recommend the show. By the way, it's oh. free. Uh, the first two seasons free on Netflix. Hmm. There you have it. Uh, I have not been watching that. I watched <laughs> Terrifier, which was sort of tenuously reckon- recommended to me by Jack on the Omnibus. Yeah. Maybe- so this movie does a lot of things right and a lot. I'd say more things very wrong. But yeah. a lot of things to, right. To put a pin on it, I wrote it down as I'm surprised by how creepy this movie is, despite how stupid and cheesy this movie is. Right? It's incredibly dumb, but also what a great villain that thing is. Such a great villain and good practical gore effects. <clears throat> Pretty solid. I mean, yeah, they they nail it for the most part. There's obviously it's obviously like gore effects most of the time, but I think that's kind of the style they were going for. Like the over the top, this is clearly like Yeah, not not so much cheese. as they're like definitely trying to be a B movie, but they are trying to be a little over the top. Yeah, yeah kind so of it's in the not same like, damn, that looks really realistic. It's like, oh, that looks good. Right, exactly. For gore. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah kind yeah. of well, I mean, they are trying to be over the top. I mean, there's a scene that I would say is pretty I mean, it's not the same, but it's kind of the same gore factor as the dude getting his head squished in in um Dead Snow, which itself was the homage <laughs> to Brain Dead. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That I mean that's yeah, okay. So Mark, you remember that when I watched this, it was uh on an airplane on which my is, laptop truly astounding right now 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 you, you have the full context psychopath. for what that means well i didn't know what it was when i watched it on Look this airplane fucking... it would have taken one second dude well once i'm in it i'm not gonna fucking stop jack you absolutely did know what this was because we covered it on hrr well if i had to remember all the things we watched on hrr oh i would not I be would... talking i would not be talking to jack about things from hrr period <laughs> frankly <laughs> that's a valid point i that's really a don't valid want point to... Yeah, January HRR still to be posted. Hey, <laughs> we're working on it, listener. It might come out by February. It's possible. Um, I push it for January a... 2020. Frankly, this is a great movie for yelling at the screen. This is a, I mean, it just gets right to it. It's just people being stalked by a villain. That's all it is. That's there's, fine. There's no extra frills. There's nothing else. It's just gore and creepy clown. And that fucking first scene in the, is, is it a diner or like a fried chicken place? Oh, yeah, with that's the, the trailer. The clown? Yeah, yeah. He's like sitting at the table, like smiling. Oh, my God, that yeah. scene is so good. That Yeah, right, kind of before anything happens. That's like the opening intro to the two main characters and the antagonist. Clown. Yeah. Yeah. Clown was definitely my runner-up for best villain of 2018. Yeah, I think you mentioned that. You brought up Terrifier quite a few times on the Omnibus, so I th- threw it on my list as a sure. as a thing to watch. It does a lot of stuff right. And would you recommend it, Mark, or no? I think I think I would if that's what you're – I mean, big gore warning. If you want a gory movie, this is the place to get it. 
And it's a fucking horror podcast. Like I said, it's stupid and cheesy. And like, if you put a microscope on this thing, it doesn't make any fucking sense. But it's really fun to watch. And there's like a whole twenty minute chunk in the middle there where they just like append plot points to it via extraneous characters introduced for the first time. It's crazy. <laughs> That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's a really low barrier to entry, right? It's like freely available. I think. Remind me, Jack, where this one is. I think it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix it was definitely sure. on Netflix when I watched it's it. On, I downloaded it. It's on Netflix my, but, still. Okay. It's on yeah, my okay. watch Netflix. List. Yeah. Okay. I forgot where I watched it. Yeah. Next up to another movie that I had an absolute blast watching. Kind of horror-ish, but I'm still going to talk about it. The Predator from 2018. Sure. Okay. Yeah. This movie is bananas. I mean, it's okay, a Predator like, movie. Objectively speaking... This is one of the worst put together movies I have seen <laughs> in recent memory. The, I, it's it's off the wall. Like the direction just doesn't make any sense. None of the characters make any sense. There's a like one of the main characters is a biology teacher who has never worked with any military organization, but also somehow becomes a weapons expert in like the first half hour of the movie. Is that Keegan Michael Key? No, it is not. Oh, he's just an actual military guy. He's just an actual military guy. Yeah, there's a there's a group of actual military guys, and then they bring on a biology professor to talk about the Predator, I guess. Mark, I have a legitimate question about this. Okay. How did you watch it? This was a DVD in the mail. This was grandpa style, but, uh, I mean, you can rent it on Amazon. Well, or that's whatever. that's what I'm wondering because in the in the ones you can rent, I understand they've now cut out that scene with the guy who sexually assaulted Olivia Munn. Yeah, my – well – you said that weird. He didn't sexually assault Olivia Munn. He he's, was he's, yes, he's a he was convicted, a convicted sexual yes. predator, pederast, whatever, who lured some like sixteen but, year old girl or but something. But I guess like what I mean is even on the screen, I, I'm given to understand he like catcalls or whistles at Olivia Munn or something. I have no clue, actually. Um because yeah, they the one the version I got did not have Oh, okay, cool. Scene well, that's a good thing. I think he okay, was neat. fully cut from every release of the movie. That is excellent. Except for maybe like the very initial thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, to my understanding, he's no longer in there. I read up a little bit on that. Apparently, he was like a good friend of the director, and the director was just trying to throw him a bone, which seems like a really bad idea, but whatever. He's no longer in there. So I enjoyed it without, uh, without worrying about it. Cool. Good news. Um, so yeah, not a movie for film critics. But I had a, I mean, I had a lot of fun watching it. It's incredibly fun. It's a schlocky. There's, there's gore, but I mean, I can't really talk about gore after having just talked about the Terrifier. It's pretty. It's not to that level, but it's a Predator movie, so you see people like with their spines ripped out and shit. Compare it to Predators, the Adrian Brody one. Ooh, well, Predators was more like brooding and dark and slow and kind of like they were being stalked. This one is more. I mean, there's a modicum of that at like the very beginning but then it's just out and out like people versus predators machine guns going off laser cannons and stuff okay good okay riddle me this then has the world run out of beefcakes why did predator movies stop having beefcakes in them we had a fucking adrian brody and keegan michael key who i think i like both of them but you know i think casual steroid use really went out of style so Why? yes, we did kind of, and I—I I mean, you can't just hire the Rock for everything. So whoa, I mean, there are so many more beefcakes. Look, there than are just still the beefcakes in this Get world. The fuck out of here. Jason Momoa was doing Aquaman, and the Rock is doing Deadman and Hobbs. Every single the movie, movie that's ever still, existed. You're still, you're still not mentioning Dolph. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm You'll skipping Dolph. Up. I apologize. You know, you know, it was way more of a beefcake than 
I expected him him to become. I mean, it's for good reason, but he Chris is. Pratt? is uh, okay, Fuck well, yeah. We're going to get into a conversation about Jesus. everybody. I was just going to say, like, on the real, Michael B. Jordan with his career trajectory. Holy shit, Michael B. Jordan an astounding is incomprehensibly buff in Black yeah. Panther. It's wild. Yeah, well, I mean, that Rocky movies, like, sorry, Creed movies. Yeah. Uh, Wow. This is taking a turn. Really something else. This is taking a turn. We, we're you know what? We can, we can appreciate Beefcake. I mean, body mass alone. He's a specimen, Jack. <laughs> it's important to attack on mass. Mark, you got anything else? Uh, those, just those two. Both of those were great. Jeans? One's fun. One is creepy and gory. You should watch both. Cool. Jake, what's been rocking your horror three days? I have more than three days, and I have more than one thing. Uh, I watched... Let's start with the one I liked less. I watched The Devil and Father Amarth? Amarth? Amarth. 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 Have you seen this, Mark? I feel like you've seen this. Yeah, I watched this before our Amorta. Exorcist podcast, and I talked about it, and I said you probably shouldn't watch it. Well, I don't remember you talking about it, and I watched it anyway. So <laughs> this is why you should start listening to either of your co-hosts. I told you, like I said at the start, I like this one less of the two. This is mercifully short. It's also pretty boring, and I'm not really sure it gets... It's not delivering you as a viewer something that is credible enough to pick up what it's putting down. Yeah. Right? It's like basically it's, it's a like, documentary with its thumb on the scales. We're, we're filming <laughs> this exorcism and this is really harrowing and it's really kind of just boring is what it is. It's like this woman thrashing around in a room with a single shot for 20 minutes and yep. then they talk to some All in Italian. doctors and shit. Yeah, she doesn't speak another language. You figured she would because that's something that Father Amarta was talking about when he was interviewing him about how they're going to do some crazy shit and she'll speak different languages and that happens during exorcisms because they gain insight from the demonic possession. Right. It doesn't even happen. She just thrashes around and says, like, you know, go away in Italian 50 times. So didn't like it. Wouldn't recommend it. Okay. But it's an I'm interesting. Gonna, I'm going to throw out a quick no, spoiler. You're, not. you're going to wait and then you can. I okay. do want to give it it's due in one sense and that's that it is an interesting heavy air quotes documentary style look at a population that truly exists and believes in something so it's a nice little like peek into that if you treat it as such if you try to take it as more than that it's so stupid okay so whatever (laughs) it is is this is this ostensibly based on a true story it is a documentary oh it is actually a documentary documentary. yes Yes. Yeah, they're real people. It plays itself as this is a real exorcism. It, it's not like a found footage film that's playing itself as a real exorcism. It. It's just like, this is this. This is what this is. And it feels kind of like that. It feels kind of like you're watching the Travel it's, Channel it's or not Discovery a work Channel of fiction. or History, and they just went and filmed an exorcism. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna do a quick spoiler for the movie because I need to talk to people about this. Ooh. And <laughs> I'm not really giving too much away. Like Like Jake just said, if you're into this thing, it's because of the experience of seeing these people. What they try and do at the very, very end to kind of demonstrate that this demon oh, is real or whatever good point. is they are supposed to meet this possessed lady in the town square. Instead, they find out that she's in some other church somewhere. And basically, one unfurls is like the camera shorting out, and then they cut to the director being like, "Yeah, it was really creepy. We walked in there, and she was totally flying around, and benches were moving and stuff, but our camera didn't work." Jesus, or something to that extent. It's like watching every episode of Monster Hunters on on uh, it the was, Travel Channel. It was really bad. I'm actually feeling some shame that I didn't mention that. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. That's a very important. That point. is infuriating. 
Yeah. <laughs> you are quite welcome. This one's not a recommend. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, shifting gears to one that is a recommend. I watched Annihilation, finally. That was a recommendation from the Omnibus for me. I don't think it was a tippy-top. Yeah, you watched it Saturday morning. I did. I like watching movies on weekend mornings. Yeah, me too. It, it's a good time to do it. Drink but coffee. some movies it seems weird to watch. It, like, uh, early I felt comfortable with this one. I okay. felt comfortable thinking this one was not going to be like something I need to have the like really dark. It's at night. I'm by myself. It's going to be scary. Like this is not a movie that really played itself as being scary, I, and it wasn't. Right. It's more trippy. It's very trippy, as I understand. Very I don't trippy. know. My take on this one, and I, I sent a message to you guys about it. <laughs> yeah, a little peek behind the curtain. A <laughs> little peek behind the curtain. I got done with that mouth agape, and I sent a message to these guys basically saying, I don't know if I'm just really stupid or if this movie makes zero sense, and I guess both can be true. Both can definitely be um, true. Th- true. This movie made no sense to me. <laughs> and I, so- I, 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 I feel like the thing that this did that sh- makes it a recommend is it is a beautiful piece of work it is fucking weird to look at and i like it for that but it's more kind of like art in film format than it is a cohesive experience that i can recommend going on the ride with okay that makes sense and something that might i mean overall i kind of walked away with the same with the same stance on as whether or not it made sense but part of it is that it is i think technically part of a trilogy or a duology. I don't know if they're planning on making the other two or three movies. Well, then it's or... not. <laughs> well, it's it's from, they a, book. Have to, it's from the, a book. Okay. The book that it's based on is I'm from surprised a you haven't read this, Jack. Uh, maybe I should. Okay, get on it. I, I do want to say that what I'm not going to go What book is it based into, on? Maybe I have. I'm not going to go into spoiler territory here, but one thing that I found thoroughly entertaining and, and I enjoyed a whole lot is that you have... I don't think it's spoilers to say that the movie is based around general conceit there's this weird thing they call the shimmer and it's growing it started in one location and it's enveloping more and more territory it's yeah that's like, like the Louisiana. trailer thirty thousand foot yeah. view concept and yeah. people go into it they don't come out shit is bizarre uh movie group goes in and what ends up killing like the group most of the group is hilarious given what you think that movie is going to be like okay what ends up popping back up again and again is just so funny to me <laughs> well all right but it sounds like it is a recommend from you it's a recommend it's really cool to look at yeah yeah uh, there are multiple like different little weird little biomes in there that get weirder and weirder as they get to the origin point and it's cool to see how they handle that visually nice okay yeah recommend but it's not like i'm happy i didn't force the watch when i had to pay like ten dollars is it free to watch somewhere it is now on prime that's a oh good question. shit it just okay. became freely available if you have prime and that's why i pulled the trigger i am happy i didn't pay like to own it digitally just so i could fit it in for award consideration because it wouldn't have won anything for me sure from yeah. last year but yeah there you go jack you might actually be kind of interested in this because there is an inkling of things are the same but a little bit different scattered throughout this movie i love that shit yeah yeah, yeah. there is you're right yeah maybe so you if like you have the, the time maybe give this one a watch as well sounds good i think it's <laughs> under two hours it's like right at two hours I'm, it's right at two yeah yeah, yeah. i've scheduled other, in some free time for late february so uh we'll see how that goes the other thing that's right. nice about this is i've started to learn uh which of my friends know how to say the word that they read that is the name of this movie because a non-zero amount of people have asked me if i've seen the movie Annihilation. 
Well, it, those people have I just mean, seen Orange County. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, you, well, and not even Orange County. County. I feel like people have the seen Orange DVD County extras. special features. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of the deleted scenes or extras to the movie Orange County. That is going to be a reference lost to time very soon. Frankly, I'm more, lost time, guys. I'm more impressed that you have friends that are calling it Anhiliation. <laughs> hey, how do you spell Annihilator? <laughs> it's like Anhiliator. I'll write poetry for you. <laughs> what a great movie that was. So fucking good. I need to watch Orange County. Let's just talk about that. Yeah, fuck. Let's move along to whatever else you watched, Jake. Was oh, it, that was, no, that was that it. Was he said quite, two things. That was quite it. That would have been an elegant transition to the feature presentation well, if we, you remember that. You can that, cut though. all of this because, yeah. You don't listen. See, none of us listen to each other. That's the problem with this podcast. Over at horror.com this week, we watched 2013's The Borderlands. Uh, Jake. Or AKA Final Prayer. Yeah, AKA The Last Sacrament. Don't Not listen. That. Don't listen, listener. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's technically listen don't listen. known as that because I named it that incorrectly. But <laughs> Good work, Mark. Good work. Yeah. Well, we can just call that. That can just be the title of the episode so everyone's really confused. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jake. You picked this movie. Uh-huh. Why did you pick this movie? Uh, I'd seen it once, yep. and I saw it, I feel like it was, I don't know, it feels like it was early in the running of this whole operation. It might have been, it might not have been. We've been doing this for what feels like so long that oh it's hard to God. tell. Have we ever not been doing this? I remember, <laughs> I don't was, remember why time. I watched it, because it's not a movie that you're just going to see and be like, I'm going to watch that. You have to have heard about it. Yeah. I, I, I think what probably happened was I heard it's kind of a relatively under-the-radar found footage film, which I'm into checking those out, and that it goes places you aren't expecting, which, hey, that's cool. I'm into hearing things like that about movies that I'm probably predisposed to like looking at anyway. So I decided to give it a watch, and I enjoyed it. So I felt like, hey, why not throw it back in the ring? I like that. Yeah, I remember you talking about this a lot. That's my whole thing. After you watched it. That's my whole thing. Yeah. I, I think know. it yeah. might have come up on the Omnibus for uh, 2017. It might Not have. in like one of the main It was awards, in some... Yeah, well, I think you're right. You know actually. what? I can tell you factually it did because it was one of your recommends to me that I watch it in the first Omnibus. There you well, go. there you go. So, I don't know if it came up as an award, but you definitely did mention it on that podcast. See, Yay. despite our best efforts, some information does creep through in those Omnibuses. It's only when we're black. Yeah, out. I actually remember most <laughs> of the things you guys say. Someone's um, got to do it. Except for that none of us can remember the ninth movie one of us picked for the this year's Omnibus. Oh, I think that's what ended up being the Borderlands, actually. Funny, <laughs> funny enough. <laughs> yeah. Solid. So there you have it. That was number nine. Solid. But it ended up being number three. I like it. Do that math in your brain. Three in our hearts. That's also meaningless to the listener, so well done there. No, they should try to figure that out. It's like a Rubik's Cube. Which just, they can just, just go back and listen to it. It was listed chronologically. What wow. I'm saying is the listener doesn't know that we maintained a list of eight movies we'd picked and we couldn't figure out what the ninth one was. They do now. That wasn't information the listener had. You brought it up. Oh, Christ. Yep. Jake, 30 seconds are on the goddamn clock. It's going to start <laughs> when you start. Give us a 30-second plot synopsis. Two main guys here. You got Deacon, who's part of the Catholic Church. You got a tech guy named Gray. They meet in England, where they've been sent to go and check out a church that ostensibly has some uh, miracle paranormal-type happenings. They go, assume it's going to be fake. Eventually, they start to gain clues that would lead you to believe that it might not quite be so fake. Eventually, it gets so crazy, they got to bring in the big dogs from the Catholic Church in the Vatican. They go in there, all hell breaks loose. 
Deacon and Grand up going into the underbelly of this, and they end up in like the stomach of this old time. Guy. Terrible. And die. What? How's that terrible? I don't know. I feel like you just. If you get into any more detail, you clearly can't get through the movie. You got into seconds. too much detail and what? not enough. You were over and under inclusive. I don't think so. I thought I did a pretty good job. Thanks. I mean, I got to the end of the movie without going, wah. If I start talking about Krellick, if I start talking about the other guy that no one cares. His name's Mark, okay? He's the real hero in Like I said, no one cares. Uh, if I start talking about the townies. God, like, I swear to God, 15% of this movie is just them screaming Mark in front of a pitch black screen. Yeah, it, it was actually really immersive Well, Jack, it is a away. found footage movie. <laughs> Uh, which is going to lead us into our award-winning segment. What in the fuck subgenre of horror? Found footage, boom, took it. Into. Yep, I'll take four and bam, mine. Yep. Religious? Bam, yep. mine? Bam, Definitely. Yep. yep. Not much. Uh, independent. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's it. There are trees. That's it. Yep. You could probably say supernatural, but I mean, I think that's kind of subsumed by the religious category I th- yeah i will say that this is probably like the most all-encompassing religion part of religion that you could have except for like the exorcist say more what the exorcist is like more religious and dependent on religious symbols this one oh has that's a lot not of really what i'm saying that's not really what i'm saying i'm saying that this is like under there's there's christianity there's paganism there's like a lot of different like whatever your religion or gods could be mushed together in this those one. two there's yeah. those two. I mean, those are two except things. Except that the beginning of the beginning of the Exorcist would seem to imply that Pazuzu is also some type of old god. Or Actually, that's fair, dog. They're exactly the same. This movie is The Exorcist, Part Two, <laughs> Part Two. <coughs> so, Jack, uh, I was I didn't want to di- slow your roll because you were so elegantly transitioning. But had you seen this yet? I don't think so. But no, I have not. Okay, I have well, not. There you have it. <laughs> he, uh, wait a second. I gotta go back a second. Split second. <laughs> He have not. <laughs> he have not. I'm going to watch this. If we could just take like a quick 94-minute break, I'd appreciate it, boys. Okay, so Jack, now now that we've taken a 95-minute break for you to go and watch this movie, yeah, do you I have any chipper. initial impressions of what this movie does right? Yeah, so, I mean, this movie gets the found footage thing right, I think. Um, in terms of both okay. their reasons for filming in the first place and their reasons for continuing to film. So that's a really good place to start. Yeah. With the found footage film, you have to apply the test. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do, do they have an established reason for filming? Let's and, just go through that. And they 100% do. Agreed. Right? I don't yeah. know. I, I did a little bit. Of, I, I'm pretty familiar with Vati- the Vatican uh, examination of miracles because that's something I find fucking fascinating. Sure. And like what they officially deem miracles. And I, I don't couldn't figure anything out about like how they actually put these teams together. So I don't know that it'd just be like Blair Witch Project style, three random people who have never met before. And one of them you haven't vetted at all. Well, two of but, them had met. Uh, right. One of them you haven't met You're not at talking all. about Krellick, right? You're not talking about the... Di- no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Uh, I have no idea. They needed a techie. They, that's, yeah, how, exactly. that's how they shoehorn in the filming part. No, definitely. Now but they have this stipulation. That but it makes you gotta sense, film all this. right? The Vatican does try to prove miracles these days and yes. for a long time. Yes. But it makes sense that they would have people trying to film it and trying to disprove non-miracles and, and actually. You got to be, you got to debunk. I mean, 
Mark and Deacon do talk that it's part of they have an established protocol yeah. requiring them to be filmed basically at all times. And that's also why they keep interjecting. This is kind of something that I nitpicked a little bit later, but that's also why they keep interjecting those scenes of Gray on the cell phone talking to his random manager or whoever yeah. of like, yeah, he just kind of got pulled in as a contractor. Right. Right. Basically. So, yeah. Yeah. The, the real history here is the, the Deacon and Mark combo. Uh, agreed. So, okay, yeah. so we have a reason for filming. We do. We ha- do we have next part, which is, is there a reason for continuation of filming when the proverbial caca hits the fan? 100%, because they have these, like, uh, head cameras, right? Like, mounted cameras. And then they hey, want to, they need to investigate this whole thing. And I think Deacon's whole thing is he's so invested in, like, coming to terms with the supernatural shit that's actually happening. Yeah. It totally, it's believable to me that he would continue filming regardless of what happens. Well, also, if you're, like, really trying to deal with some shit, I don't think, like, whatever's on your head, like... No, no, definitely. It's it's established from the beginning, set cameras, or it's something that's on your head that you're just, like, going. And and that's one of the things that a movie like this can actually do. It, it works in their benefit, whereas a movie that has a budget, like uh, The Blair Witch or something, really fucks up. Is this movie, they were legitimately filming with cameras you can mount on somebody's head, right? Because they had a very low budget, and they could just buy what <laughs> they could buy. Whereas The Blair Witch filmed a lot of shit that obviously was not filmed on a GoPro, but was coming through the lens of a GoPro, like what is what it's, we're being told. It's so, the Cloverfield issue. Oh, we're totally God with damn this it. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having such a hard time. Okay. Not the yes. Blair Witch Project. I know. The Blair Witch. I know. I just, I don't even think about that movie. <laughs> okay. So, like, I just go to the Blair Witch Project. N- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yup. And this movie, like, where yeah. they have to film it like this, right? It's kind right. of a, it, it necessitates authenticity. Sure. It kind of, Yes. There's I no think way it authenticates it. necessity, actually. But yep, sure, that's what it does. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, the next test, though, is the problematic one, which is how yeah, this film is found. Number three, how do you find this? Because it's all digitally recorded on a drive somewhere. Yeah, they're should not beaming be it back via Bluetooth. That that is my only answer to that. Yeah, it's, it, well, but they go and they they go through hundreds of feet of cement. There's no wireless. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know transfer. how that shit's getting back. No, it's either dissolved or it's. I don't know. I. I you to- actually, you actually don't see this, but behind Gray, he's le- he just it has one of those like spools of wire, and he's just unspooling it as he's running through the cave. So there's just a shitload of wire behind him. There you go. Boom. It's basically <laughs> his bread. He was wired in the whole time. You never see yep. the whole the entire text running around behind him, gathering wire the entire time. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah, there's, there's actually off camera. There's actually like a fourth guy with a boom who just kind of like sticks it up the up the god in the end, and he's that's how you're getting that final prayer like, sound effect, like up his butt. Well, it depends on exactly where. They, uh, there's definitely a sphincter involved, so I know, but the sphincter, uh, well, ostensibly it's on both ends. There's lots of sphincters in the body. Yeah, I mean sure. we're chock full of sphincters. Yeah, so it's I mean it's just we're talking this this thing is just pure intestine. Hey, here's something else the movie does right. They no. climb into a god's intestine. Yeah, they sure do. Or a what? demon's, a devil's. I mean, I'm going to in- choose to believe that it's just some old god that is buried under the earth. Like, whatever. Okay. I I think it's kind of like the Sarlacc pit, you know? I want to piggyback on this. Dude, totes. I want to piggyback on this and just say the ending of this movie. Yeah, it's really good. It's fucking fantastic yeah. and so weird and bizarre. But you it doesn't make no s- way. You There is no possible way. As an unspoiled viewer, that you have any idea that this is what's coming. 
100%. And if <laughs> you like, if you what? did, if you were truly unspoiled and you saw this coming, write into us so we can call you a liar. <laughs> yeah. Because we will. We will come <laughs> we at you hard. 100%. Yeah. Very, very hard. But yeah. it doesn't make sense with the earlier messaging of the movie where they're like, it, they're kind of giving you a binary option of like paganism where you yeah. worship what you can see yeah. and nothing supernatural. Yeah. Well, they or saw an intestine. Christianity no where you worship shit you can't see. And then they end up in this middle ground where you're worshiping <laughs> something that does exist, right? Something you can see, but that's horrifying and you should never see. Never see it. It's never weird. see it. I kind of like it. It's kind of like all religions are fucked. Nobody knows what's actually going on. There's sphincter churches. That's what this movie does right. Yes. It I'll go along features a sphincter, sphincter church. Sphincter churches. I, I mean, I am inclined to agree with you that this is something that the movie does right, but I kind of actually had it in Does Middle purely because it is a very abrupt ending. And, I mean, we love it. We love it when things make choices, but also this is going to rub some people the wrong did you way say just because p- it just ends. Did you say you put that in the middle? Because I of did. Um, well, fuck you because that's wrong. I I, hear what I, you're I agree with you guys. I, hear I liked what you're it. I'm just saying the mass audience. This is gonna yeah. It is gonna it is gonna put some people off. Yeah, I mean a movie can be polarizing, but that can still be something that we think it does right. Like you're a human being reviewing this movie, so I understand what you're saying. But don't put it in the middle, man. Put it when it does it right. You think it did it right? Do it do it right. You make a choice. Right. Make a choice. Don't be a fucking sheeple. Don't be a flagpole sitter. So wait, don't be a sheeple and just do what you two are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Baba, Black Lager. <laughs> uh, another thing this thing does right is the interactions between the characters, especially the main characters, yeah, are generally really, pretty good and believable. That could fuck this whole movie up if that was bad. They're really good. I don't really want to call it acting, though it's acting. Like There are a couple instances where I wouldn't have put it in this category, but I think overall the relationship that develops between primarily Deacon and Gray is a good one, and it's for the most part, because it's, I want to call it low-key. And low-key is kind of vague, but it is low-key. Like, they're just kind of getting to know each other in a natural way, and, like, it takes time, and they figure it out, and over time, they become more comfortable with each other, and I like that. I completely agree, and it's emblematic of the writing where there's, these characters are developed, but in a way that doesn't feel like they're dumping backstory on me, or you're having to sit through some boring-ass shit, like... You realize Deacon's like an alcoholic, and you realize his backstory of what's been going on, and he's, yeah. he's struggling with his shit and his his faith or whatever. But they, they do that pretty elegantly, I think. Totally. Also, just the way that they bring the characters in, I think, is really important from a scripting standpoint, where you sure. get the lighthearted, likable guy first. Yep. You have him basically monologuing for three minutes or something like that before you meet the depressing Deacon. They yeah. form a decent team together, and you get a little bit of Deacon's backstory as they hang out, and then they wait a solid another 10, 15 minutes to in- to introduce Mark, who is an chode. <laughs> Easiest way to describe him. And chode, yes. He, he is, is an chode. chode. I, I was tra- trying to come up with a good adjective, but I couldn't. Did it so. seem weird to you guys that the, the most religious of the three was named Deacon? Is he the most religious? Mark's the most religious. Deacon is by I thought Deacon was by far the most religious. Well, he's Deacon like, Deacon's also kind of like broken and struggling though. Like he's, he's broken he's and kind of like, do I go to Buddhism? Like, what do I do? But he's he's like uh, got that thing of like he's the, the vows of poverty and shit. He takes that shit to heart. Yeah, I understand. I think he's a principled guy and he wants to fall back on religion, but he also has an occupation and what he does lends 
not well to being able to live with that. Yeah. I think he's a complex character they don't go too far into, it, which is another thing it does right. This this feels to me like one of these stories where they wrote a lot more backstory than they yeah. put on screen, and that yeah. shit comes through when people do that. There, you're actually getting something out of my brain that I kind of like, that Deacon <laughs> is more philosophically religious, but Mark is more institutionally religious. Sure. And the the friction between those two things is just kind of an interesting subplot. Yeah, like because they're both extremely religious, right? Yeah. They are. They yeah. are. they absolutely are. Yeah. But I think that's kind of like that's that's you see it with Deacon because of they use Buddhism, but he's trying things because he wants to believe in something deeply, and that's all he knows. Right. But he doesn't know what to do, and then you have the self doubt and the alcoholism and all of that. It's just I don't know. He's a very well realized character that I think they toe the line correctly in terms of how much they give you versus what they could have done. Absolutely. You keep, so. you keep saying bootyism, and that just makes me think that he's worshipping the booty. He is. Do you that's know what he's I'm not? I mean... That's the whole point, Mark. That's okay. the joke. When booty, you call booty, it out, it booty, 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 booty rocking them around, Mark. Bootyism. Rocking everywhere. God. I'm not going to say bodegaism. Bodegaism. <laughs> he's, he's a practicing bodegaist. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Boise I mean, got its first is. bodega recently. Say, it, say again. Boise Come got again? its first bodega recently. Boise has multiple bodegas that are already open, dude. I know, but this one calls itself a bodega. It's like modeled itself after a New York bodega. It's terrible. JD's bodega. It. Yeah, it's so yeah, forced. Yeah, go in and buy your Campbell's it's basic so fucking forced. tomato soup. Under the because most expensive building in the city. To. Because you need to. Because you have no other options <laughs> There's in Boise. nowhere to go. It's nowhere so to far and so difficult. You have to get on at least three subway stops to get to the nearest grocery <laughs> store fuckers god damn it with the exception of the very very end of the movie i do appreciate this for its simplicity if that makes any sense they don't really like go very far out of their way for a lot they kind of just they kind of just do one or two things and they just hammer them a bunch you know what you're saying i I know what you're saying and it's kind (laughs) of please tell me i know what you're saying uh, thank you mark um this movie's kind of a slow burn Yes. Call it what it is. Yes. It kind of is close to boring it's, at times. Not the category for this. It's not, so it's, don't get there. I'm just kind of towing the line. Okay. It's not what I was saying so far, but okay, yes. go on. Well, I mean, it is. This is a this is a slow burn, and therefore it is simple until the end, and then it's very complex and weird. <laughs> I just mean that it didn't feel schizophrenic. It didn't feel like they were throwing in a bunch of. They have a few kind of subtle scares or whatever. Yes, but they don't. But they don't. What I'm saying is they don't try for like five or six or seven different things. Right, and there's, I, I there's, think a symptom of that is that it's a bit of a slow burn. But I don't think that's really what I'm getting at here. There's a few allusions to the at. overall resolution towards the beginning. Right, they see the door. There's hints at what might be coming, but again, you could never fucking see it coming. And they do that pretty well. Yeah. I honestly, yeah, that's one of the, I, I hate going back to it because we've already covered this ground, but there's no way to see that shit coming. <laughs> like of all the movies we've watched, I just don't know if I can think of another one where there's like as much of, uh, I haven't seen this shit coming as this. This is reviewed. fucking up there. It's up there. There are others. There are others <laughs> where you're not going to see that shit coming, but this is, I think this is worthy of inclusion. It's just so quick at the end. It's yeah. just so quick. Yeah. It's like a dying star. Very quick. Shall we move to what the movie does middle? Yes, we shall. Okay. Now, Jake, we already, 
What? I think you were alluding. Speaking I think of illusions, carbon monoxide's back. By the way, to this you really need earlier, to get this checked out. This is the category for it. You want to talk about the boringness and the pacing and the slow burnness of it? It just takes it a while to get going. I mean, we talked about it with the characters, where I think there's a lot good going on with how first they bring in Gray, then they bring in Deacon, then they bring in Mark. That's all good, but it then takes... they bring in Umberto. We're not even gonna talk about that fucker. He's great. What, what's your problem? He's on the screen that? for like two minutes before his eyes bleed. Uh, ooh, you threw me off my stride, and I don't appreciate it. What they do by taking so much time to develop their cast is good in the sense that it creates a believable set of characters, and you gain some appreciation for who they are, but at the same time, it delays any sort of atmospheric quality that you're going to ultimately get from what this movie delivers. Sure. By, like, a lot, though, in this one. <laughs> a lot. Like, we're talking a half hour in a just-at-90-minute movie. Like, 93? 90-minute movie. Yeah. Credits exist. 90-minute yeah. movie. So, yeah, we're talking, like, a third of the movie is figuring out where these guys are staying and who they are. Sure. You know? Yeah, and, and some movies, I think it works very well, like The Blair Witch Project, right? This that's movie, not that's just not thirty minutes though. No, it's not. You run these next to each other. This, this is, thing is still going to be figuring out like where they're sleeping, and Blair Witch is already going to be a coffin rock. And this already doesn't have the same. I mean, this is almost nothing happening, and then a couple of weird things happening, and then fucking insane shit. Yeah, there's right. All, I mean, the pacing of those scares too is a little bit skewed. I'd, I'd like it to be I'd a like little one more. One or two more things. Yeah. 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 Agreed. We already talked about the two things that I had in Does Middle, uh, which are well. That that's you I'm, being out of form. Well, it was organic, you know. I interjected just like we're having just like you're a casual off. conversation, you know. You're off. Mark, form. this podcast works because of strict adherence to structures. That's true. I apologize. Thank you. Uh, I do just want to bring up a little bit though that I like at the start when they bring up when uh, Gray has to go talk to his contractor about like I don't know this is weird. I just want the paycheck and then I'm out of here. But when they keep doing it like four times throughout the course of the movie, especially when it's like at the end, it's like in the middle of an intense fight scene between sure. Deacon and uh, Gr not gray Mark. Um, and then he's just like cut to him being outside. Like, yeah, these guys, Ooh, this is really intense. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, just, it just seems kind of weird that you would keep like, we get it. We get it. He has to call back to his boss or whatever, but I don't know why it's there. Yeah, Gray's like your de facto narrator and comedic relief, but I don't feel like they quite know how to utilize him correctly. Yeah, he's movie. a little all over the place. Yeah. Well, just his, just how they cut him in. Like, again, okay, we want to talk more about found footage. It's like someone then had to put this stuff together. Right, because they all had mounted so that's cameras. The that's the fourth thing, is someone cut this together to form a narrative. Like, Honestly, this isn't on Gray. This isn't on any of the characters. It's on whoever cut this shit. Like, who is this nerd sitting in some <laughs> bunker that's like, yeah, I really want some more of this Gray guy. Look at this fucker. <laughs> Why is he sitting in a <laughs> Throw him in. It's our Throw him in. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. At the, at the start of this, is there an intro thing of, like, in 2012, 2013, three people walked into a church? No. Not in the one I watched. There's nope. none of that. Okay. I couldn't remember. There's a studio animation, though, which was shocking to me, especially for what we got. Like, there's 20 to 25 seconds of, like, a not a major studio, but, like, a 20th oh. Century Fox thing going on. It's like Great Scott Productions or something. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's weird. 
Good Scott! It's was that the Metrodome distribution yes. thing? Yeah, I, I think, think so. this was their first movie. And I didn't like it it primed me to be watching a much more like theatrical Maybe their movie only movie than I was watching. I don't I honestly don't know. Maybe it was their only movie. I don't fucking they know. They went out on top. They quit while they were ahead. So the next what I have middle is tough to talk about because it's something I don't know that they could have done any better. But I want to kind of talk about their effects and how low budget it was and how some of the scenes made it just so excruciatingly obvious that they were turning away from the action to not show you so they could not show you something because they didn't have the budget for the effect. I think it was... Did we officially transition into Does Wrong? Because this is what I have in Does Wrong. For me, this is a Does Middle. Jack can okay. start, and then we can transition, because I have nothing else for middle. So I have nothing else for middle, because I, I think they, they it's a it's a nice judicial lack thereof use movie. Judicious. Judicious lack thereof movie. T- the, the monoxide is back, dude. Yeah. I th- probably You is. know what? I have a theory on that. He has a working carbon monoxide detector, but you guys are falling prey to some other type of poison gas that is not detectable. It's probably a digestive enzyme. Like, it's going to go ahead and... It's pro- probably a digestive <laughs> it enzyme, or the remnants of such. <laughs> but I, I, I think this they don't overextend themselves on showing you an effect they don't deliver, right? There's nothing in here that looks bad. But farts are funny. <laughs> but what the movie does do is Fuck. fucking your <laughs> child. We have to scarecrow. Scarecrowing him. This fucking ah. I said the word fart. Yeah, in, his, in his defense. We're in our in 30s. his defense. <laughs> this is... <laughs> it's never not funny. So the movie never shows you anything that's actively bad looking in terms of effects. But what they do do is like on the top of the fucking church when the guy's about to jump off. They're clearly filming on the top of a building. And then they aggressively look the opposite direction to look down at absolutely nothing so that the guy doesn't have to jump off and they can throw a cloak over and then turn back to film the edge of a cloak falling over. He looks down because Deacon yells at him because at the same time that he's about to jump, there's like some crazy shit happening in the, in the first floor. But you can't even, he, he yells for Deacon to come up, but that's, if you are on a roof with a guy who's threatening to jump, you're not fucking looking elsewhere because somebody said hey, somebody's yelling downstairs. He didn't really, he didn't really threaten to jump it's, though, did he? He's standing yeah. on the fucking edge talking about how is it all a fucking lie? Yeah, he's, not, he's, he's standing near the edge. He's standing on the ground, on the floor. It was an aggressive like he was turn. He didn't seem like a jumper quite yet. It he was seemed an ag- like eh, he might cut, be a jumper. It's not a cut, but it felt like a very aggressive cut. So they didn't have to I mean, show you. That's actually that's it fine. is a cut. That's the whole it, point I mean, of what you're saying. It is a cut. I mean, they it's literally mid, not a cut, cut. mid swivel, so that they can replace the human with a. No, no, no. I think I don't think they actually cut the footage. I think that they actually had the guy turn. The guy ran out of the frame, and they pushed a that thing off the That seems way too complicated. Just cut. Yeah, dude. That's why you introduce all that motion blur. It's so you yeah. can just throw a cut in there. You can't notice. And you didn't sure. Notice either cut. way, it's fine. I didn't yeah. notice a cut. Yeah. Oh, either yeah, way, okay. but the video quality is not fantastic throughout this whole thing. And then the other thing is correct. The other thing that goes along with this for me in terms of why I put it in the middle is because it's kind of like the void in terms of how fucking dark it is. Okay. And they, I think they did that in the void to hide a lot of discrepancies. I think they did that here too. So they wouldn't have to show you as much. And it's an effective tool, but here it's not, I can't call it what it does. Right. I can't call it good because it's way too dark all the fucking time. But it's not bad either. I don't think it's what it does wrong either because I get why they did it. 
And I'd sure. rather I have mean, them make it too dark. I don't think it takes. I think the important thing there is I don't think it takes enough away from my viewing experience. That's why. That's why it's in middle for yeah, me. I would agree with that. That's fine. Yeah, I didn't have no. it there, but that's fine. Okay, Mark. Talk. And now with and now with the counterpoint. <laughs> sure. I, I think it did actually take me out of my experience. The the weird thing is that you're focusing on the part that I did like barely even noticed or thought about as an effects scene with uh, Krilla killing himself. The the scenes that like jump out at me are the initial tape they watch trying to show this place has a miracle in it, which yeah. is bonkers. It's and then so also, bad. Yeah, we'll I'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But also the scene where. Um, is it Deacon is walking back to the church in the middle of the night? Oh! He sees Krillick like floating around, and you have that bullshit thing oh. using all over the place. That's just like the digital the artifact, digital thing glitches. On the it's so terribly used. I mean, that is what the movie does wrong. Prime to me, there is so much of that throughout the film, and it gets more aggressive as the film goes. I mean, they're trying, and to, that's they're trying to use what it I'm as talking a about mechanism, and that's not what that thing does. Nope. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about from the standpoint of effects. That thing is pervasive, and it happens yeah, right I at agree. the points where things are about to happen. So I get that they're trying to signpost that like shit's about to ratchet up, yep. but when the them doing that itself is like, oh, this is really fucking dumb. I 100% agree with everything you just said. Yep. Yeah, Whatever, the digital like, artifacting is terrible. Yeah, the way I had potted that in terms of what it does wrong was the way in which if you were to draw, like if you were to just, you know notch every time they used it you would see like a fucking exponential curve in this movie <laughs> and that's that's unacceptable you can't you because that means they're trying to use it to add tension or to hide something and you can't do that you can't lean on something that is as stupid as that to be your mechanism you've got to find a way around it you just have to 100 percent. because this is this is another cardinal sin of uh, found footage movies is when you have the actors reacting to something that only the camera can see. Right. <laughs> the yeah. digital artifact is happening to the digital f- record. Yes. Right. It's not film. Yes. But it's also they're reacting to it. Kind of. I mean, you kind of assume there's like a noise or something. I guess as well. But you know, well, there. Th- what the fuck does that mean? They should be completely invisible to the people who are actually filming. There are a couple of movies that do clever things with the digital artifact representing something the camera can't capture that's fucking with the people. This movie does none of the work to establish that that's what's going on. Yeah, that's fair. And that's why I had effects. I mean, that is one of many reasons why I had effects in Does Wrong. So it's not just effects that does wrong for me. I agree with you. I had the, the digital artifacting and all that shit in Does Wrong because that's used way too much and sure it's bad you don't think that's an effect or oh, well i just you I separated that from effect. i sep- i didn't <laughs> i didn't have effects as a whole in either does middle or does wrong i had specifically the cutting away aggressively which happens a couple times in the darkness in does middle that the the digital artifacting is in does wrong for me but I, okay, are we willing to put effects as a whole category and what it does wrong? No, absolutely I feel like, not. Okay, I feel like that's what we were just doing. No, that's and what I'm trying not to do. I kind of disagree with that. I didn't mention as much of it up top as I probably should have, but it didn't feel like a prime what the movie does right type thing. But I actually think there's some interesting things from an effects standpoint here. Primarily, the one that like actually I look back on and like is the scratching noise. I don't know why. Oh yeah, huh? <laughs> I don't know why. I just think that's a weird thing that I'm it's not... It's nice and subtle. Yeah. It's a weird thing that I'm not super used to, and the fact that they use that as a mechanism throughout, really throughout the film, I liked. 
And then there's one other scene if we're going to talk about like our favorite scare in the movie because scares are really inherently based on whatever effects they choose to employ. I actually really was caught off guard this time. I don't remember it from my first viewing, but I was caught off guard this time by the uh, crucified Jesus falling. I don't know why. I think it was like the mixture of the camera movement and then the noise that it caused. Cause I tried to like throw on as much volume in as dark a room as I could. For That's this a one. real like exorcism of Emily Rose kind of scene. With yeah. The I think turning it's also down. the other thing that it does correctly is that it's kind of like an off center type thing. So you're looking for something that's not where it is. But it doesn't need to utilize a pan to get you there. Sure. It's just here. It's a sure. stagnant feature. It's been there throughout the film. And then it, this is going to sound weird, but it breaks in a really interesting way. Like all <laughs> of the appendages kind of come off cleanly, which is bizarre. Well, and the other thing that they do there that this is sort of secondary to your point, but I'm pretty sure isn't that exactly when Krillick kills himself? Oh. Isn't that why Deacon runs outside? I think the I think the statue breaks and then he runs outside and then that simultaneously Krillick throws himself. Uh, I mean that it gets a little hard to timestamp that segment of the movie, but I sure that seems right. It's it's definitely on or about that yes. time. Shit's yeah, going yeah. down right then, guys. Yeah, that's what matters. <laughs> as so I, far as the scratching goes, I think I think it's effective. At least for me, it is because. That's one of the things that I can identify with in this movie. I've never, I've never, I've never played around in an ancient fucking church, but I've definitely turned over furniture and shit trying to figure out where that goddamn noise is coming from in my house. It's usually my refrigerator. <laughs> sure. Another thing I think the movie does wrong, at least for me, is we we talked about on the podcast being over inclusive and under inclusive earlier this episode. This movie does that with regards to specific religious stuff. It both gets way too deep into the weeds with Christianity and pagan stuff and then throws all that by the wayside, just says, I don't know, fucking pagans were sacrificing people in the grounds or whatever. And and I don't like that it does both. I don't like that the first half is a philosophical discussion of like Christianity versus paganism versus atheism. And then the second half is just like, I don't know, fuck it. Pet cemetery. So we're Child the, sacrifice. So we're the pagans, right? It's just it's. It sounds like it sounds like the, the pagans were. I right. mean, the pagans were praying to a god that could do something to you. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, he could digest you with his ass. If in fact it was pagans, but I think even they're wrong about what pagans were. If this was pagans, right? Yeah, I mean, note to they, pagans well, what out else there: this is they? why you don't lose a crusade to a to another religion because they will paint you in a very poor light. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Like I, I think the what the movie might be trying to say is that none of them are right, right? Christians were wrong, pagans were wrong. This was a whole other fucking thing. What's this guy? I don't know. Pagan. Oh God, Chitulu. Is that not pagan? Really? El- Elder God. Really? Something else. Bazuzu. Something else, man. It's a giant sphincter. <laughs> oh, I, hold on. I want to. This is something the movie does wrong. <laughs> really quickly, if you're an old god and. They are oh. down in its fucking bowels. Ah, but there's, it's just stone, and then it's just asshole. So did they crawl in the outside of the ass? Did they? Was this movie about ass play? It Were they ass mouth. playing? This was probably could a movie a about ass play. I mean, God, there's, that was very a easily mouth. just be a the mouth. body has like forty sphincters. It in was it. absolutely ass play. Fuck. I feel like you could also. I liked your original just conception of this thing that it's just one long intestine. I mean, that's what that's it is. All it is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So there's no there's no mouth, there's no butt. There's just like an in and an out. Well, I mean, well, there's an out. If there's an out, then it's a butt. Is that 
how you live your life? <laughs> that is is that one of your central life. tenets? If sure. there's an out, then it's a butt? Yeah. Okay. So so is the exit like the butt of a building? Think about how I have to think about in and out for No, the fact day. that a building has an exit makes the building a butt. Yeah, Mark. <laughs> okay. Keep up. You got to keep up. <laughs> so every time, every time you go into a building, it's a little bit of ass play? I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why do you think Jake gets excited on Monday mornings? <laughs> this is, what, what else does this movie do wrong? I'm constantly Jake's excited. Cla- Why is it Monday mornings? It's all the time. Jake's a classic reverse Garfield. There are Loves so, Monday mornings. There are so many buildings in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm flailing, you guys. I have nothing else the movie really does wrong. We I, have a I have something... We have I a have something I do want to talk about. No, Never we don't mind. have a yet. Okay, fine. Never mind. Fine. Let's, Way we to don't, kill that we energy. Don't do this. Jesus. We don't do this very frequently. Oh, but good. Let's talk about the poster for a second. Did you guys Oh, look my God. Thing? It has nothing uh, to do with anything. Scarecrow me while I Google it. All right, boys. I found this poster. Is it is it the cross it's that is a, made a, of differently Yeah, it's like a combination of windows. cube with a crucifix. Yeah, it makes no fucking sense. It's a crucifix. So this is a wrong thing, Mark? Is that what we're still at? This is know. a it also has the tagline at the bottom evil has a new form. I guess Which I feel no, like that's really true. only plays into the last a 30 sphincter. seconds of this movie. That's a great. I've never seen evil in the form of a sphincter before. Boom. You have now. Yeah, exactly. a new form. It was correct. <laughs> God. Well, okay. I in, mean, in fairness, your sphincters can feel pretty evil at times, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no goddamn way that was venison. This is this poster that I'm looking at is I, this would make more sense for as above, so below. It's some kind it would of make like more sense l- for a lot of labyrinthine labyrinthine in, church. In fairness, I'm not sure what you're going to do to create an interesting poster for this one. I would have just done like this the, is interesting. No. Okay, oh, okay, but it's misleading. It's very misleading. So I think honestly, I would have just taken like the foggy hill, yeah, with the church on exactly. it, and called it a day. Yeah, if you want to be lazy about it, that's not lazy. That was a so most. At, I'm, I hate going back to what the movie does. Right, most atmospheric scene. Those guys walking up once the Vatican guy gets there. I don't know his fucking name. Once that when Humberto. they're w- walking up the hill, that scene is atmospheric as shit. I like yeah, that. It is. I like it's that great. a lot. It's it's kind of reminiscent there's of the a weight there. You're like they're walking into a situation that is bad. It's and reminiscent of, of the Exorcist, because, right? Yeah, part of that's because you know it's a horror movie and we have all these things like you just said. Then part of that's just you like it is ominous. Sure. So see, that's that's I agree with that because that's exactly right. And instead of focusing on that, they focus on something that has absolutely nothing to do with. This makes more sense as a cube poster, cube four. Yes, one hundred percent. But it's not uninteresting. The poster is interesting. Jake's poster would have been accurate, but fucking boring. This one, it's something this movie does wrong. And with that, I'm going to take us to nitpicks. Ooh, real short one. Abbreviated. Real short one. Going the opposite. This this elongated breathing thing is really hard, and I don't want to keep you failing need to be every practicing, single week. Though you need to be practicing, it's important. Is it a character uh, thing that they have this guy roll his own cigarettes? Why do they make such a big deal out of that? That he rolls his cigs? Yeah, I, I mean he always. I don't know. I'm I'm blaming this on the editor. This editor's of like I said, it's a fucking nerd in a bunker. He probably thinks it's cool. This guy rolls his own backy. It's like I don't give a shit. 
He's going to roll fucking 15 <laughs> cigarettes in this movie, and we're going to see all of it. That's like a We see it so like much. Seven it's, a weird, it's a weird film trope that I feel like has been cropping up in the last maybe five years that, like, the guy who's kind of an outsider rolls his own cigarettes. Like, the dude from Bandersnatch does it, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. You know, it's just like... It's just like a weird copy-paste thing that I think you occasionally throw in to say that this guy is, like, I don't know, a little different. I, 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 I like I, it. It's a good It's a good not pick. Oh, it's a good nothing. Huh? It's a good nothing? Yeah. It's a good observation. <sighs> oh, if we want to talk about things that aren't nitpicks, I have a neat pick. Do it. Okay. Do it. Do when it. fucking Deacon hits that teenager, that kid so crumples satisfying. hard. That is a satisfying fucking punch. <laughs> okay, yeah. so nitpick. Why is Gray such a little bitch about it? I don't know. Like fuck that kid. Yeah, fuck that kid. They burned a yeah. sheep alive they and then burned mocked a it. Sheep alive. That kid deserves to be punched. I don't you should a kick shit. him while he's down a few times. Yeah. Fucking teens. You should set him on fire. You should sure. actually. <laughs> That would have been a turn. Sure. <laughs> I don't know if you get wrapped up in the moment. I don't know what's going to happen. The spoiler in this movie is that Deacon then sets the kid on fire and goes on a rampage. <laughs> is that supposed to be like, are these, are the kids pagans or something? Are they representatives of the yeah. being within no, the no, church no, no. or something? I think what's that subplot about? I don't know. They just are dicks. I think they're part of the subplot that they don't develop enough of the town hates these newcomers. Well, it's weird, though. I don't totally agree with that because they – this is a confusing scene, mind you, but when they're mind drinking, my, immediately after that, they go to the bar, they have some drinks, they get cut off in what appears to be a fashion of they are cut off because they are talking about their the – discussing the stuff. pagan rituals. Well, it's a combination of that yeah. and the so, fact that the priest just died. The priest everybody in this town that's loves That's what they say, died. but it's like – I don't, they wouldn't have, ser- they knew the priest died when they walked in there, and they didn't stop serving them until they started talking about pagan rituals. Well, sure, it's one of those things where newcomers come in, and something bad has happened. You don't kick them out just because something bad happened, but if they start going off. If they blamed maybe, them you know. for the death of Father Krellick, they would not have served them in the first place, is my opinion. I think he hadn't formed an opinion. Oh, it took them talking about pagan rituals yeah. to form the opinion. Oh, okay, I see. I see. I mean, I guess if you're gonna like come in there and blame the death of a loved of a beloved local priest on pagan rituals, and like some massacre or whatever missing children that happened at the at the orphanage so many years ago, then that's a bit. I mean, that's a bit blasphemous or whatever. Yeah, kick him out for that. Okay. I don't. Here's a nitpick. I don't like the way he fucking kicked him out by saying we're closed. Yeah, it's like, well, no. Say something better. <laughs> and they address that in the thing, where it's just like, fuck it. But, yeah. I mean, just say, get the fuck out. Yeah, just say no. You're a, you're a tiny pub in a the smallest possible town in England. Like, yeah. no, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is not Provide a con- us with a little bit of exposition. Tell us why you're kicking us out. Yeah. <laughs> it's for a documentary. Uh, I got another neat pick for you. Neat I don't know picks. if you guys noticed this or not, but when Gray is out rolling his own cigarettes, should have brought this up earlier. Of course. Um, but when he's it's out in flow. the, when he's out in the like graveyard area, as he's rolling the cigarette, he pans past a grave, and it shows his own name. <laughs> it says Gray Parks. I have this too, but I had it as a nitpick. <laughs> I had it as a nitpick too. <laughs> and then when he looks back, it changes to Grace Parker or yeah. whatever. So you guys didn't like that. I kind of like that. I shit thought that was just... kind of stupid. I the thing was, it's so, subtle enough that I like it. The thing is, I I will confess that I didn't know how to pot it. The movie 
up to that point is slow enough that I could see how that's like, oh, we got something here. But at the same time, I'm like, as a, and maybe I'm victim of being second time viewer. It just, it, yeah. It didn't do that much for me either. Yeah. And I honestly, I had to go back and double check what I saw because it's also the kind of thing where I did too. Nothing is, the movie is show me not enough. So like I, you might've missed that so easily. This isn't a movie where you're paying enough attention I didn't, to have I didn't, caught that. No, I didn't notice it the first time. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, I think that that is purely there to be an Easter egg. It's not like supposed to catch your eye or anything yeah. like that. But I, I think a more effective movie would have made it tense enough so you're staring at the screen and then that happens and you well, see it. No, 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 no. I, that's I the opposite that. of what they're trying to do. That's yeah. just something in the background that's like an interesting foreshadowing thing. It's an Easter egg. So what, the demon can change a name on a grave? I pay, the demon. The demon I, very clearly has supernatural powers abound. It, it's a sphincter. <laughs> its powers yeah. are confined to the bowels of the church. I mean, you don't know what what lies behind. I he like. Who walks I like how this movie sphincter. boils down to the bowels of the church. Yeah, <laughs> they are literal bowels. Yeah. Oh fuck. Oh my god! I, I also feel like you just interrupted a pretty good "He Who Walks Behind the Sphincter" joke <laughs> I don't that Mark care. was making. That I, I don't. Yeah, care. you guys constantly step on. I was enjoying that very much. Mark, it. if there's one charter that is associated with this podcast, it's break Mark's stride at all times. <laughs> with that and all exit, if it's out, it's a butt. <laughs> <laughs> that's just Jake's personal. Ten- if it has an exit, it's a butt. Oh, oh. That's, that's not an A to Z Dude, horror. No, I'm that's just Jake's personal mantra. I am telling you there is carbon monoxide in here because I could not. Because Jake's forgetting his own personal No, monsters. no, no. I could not understand a single word Mark just said. <laughs> like, literally one word. And I mean literally. It sounded like another language. Yeah, they were normal words. Yeah, it sounded like another language. Like a complete foreign language that I'd never heard of. Yeah. Woof. Woof, Mark. Woof. Wow. Uh, it's not immediately clear to me. I'm just going to jump to my next one. It's not immediately clear to me why they have to film the inside of the house they're staying at. Because I get why they have to film everything in the church, but like, why are you setting up shit in the kitchen? Because that's like, uh, because the Blair Witch Project did it. That's not why. That's definitely (laughs) why. Well, I mean, if we get to the why, why, but that's not why. I mean, look, if, if the three of us were kipped up somewhere investigating something paranormal and we had cameras, we'd be filming fucking everything. And if it was up to yeah. someone who just, like, found everything to put it together, there'd be some of that shit in there. I got a nitpick. Why is Deacon such an asshole about not wanting to do a puzzle? It's a fucking puzzle. What else are you going to do in this little town? Have a drink. Puzzles are fun. Do a puzzle. Puzzles are fun. And then Grave and off- offers to do the edges. Like, just do the puzzle with the man puzzle well, with him it's because he offered to do the part. edges only dick he offered to, to take the easy part and let, yeah. let him do the frustrating but annoying he's not, parts he's not gonna abandon him to do the frustrating parts he's Are just offering sure? to give him the start the head start by taking the easy part and then they'll do it together oh god i don't understand your concept of a puzzle he's saying he'll make it less jake lengthy. what do you what do you got going on tonight can it's you stay over for a quick 1500 piece puzzle after we record it depends on what it's of uh, Les Champs-Élysées. No. Okay. Anything in French, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> An American flag. Mm, also no. Okay. Too, many, wow. too many implications these days. <laughs> uh. Um, this is an extended scene of them setting up the microphones. <laughs> okay. And the channel and, and the, the, the feeds on which they'll listen to it. And he says, we can hear whatever it is in three dimensions. By changing channels between three microphones, 
I feel like they're way overselling what just having three microphones you can listen to one at a time is going to do. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's way... Yeah, exactly. He's he's just not explaining it well. The point is that they can follow the thing around the room and kind of triangulate where it is using the different right. microphones. Right. Even if you have a knob that can, like, I'm listening to halfway of mic one and halfway of mic two. It's not the way he was describing it. Yeah. He yeah, was describing like it like, have a thing we're going like, to see it like Daredevil Vision. <laughs> I, so I have a question. They, they actually had that in the original script and they didn't have the budget for it. I'm sure. <laughs> I have a question. So when when... Deacon comes back in after all the shit goes down. Krellick's dead. There's graffiti. There are beer cans. The kids have been in there, clearly, right? Sure. They had to have been. I don't know who else you could have potted that on. I don't know. The demon's changing graves. Maybe it's... The demon's putting beer cans and graffiti in the church? Why the fuck not? Demon's partying, dude. Gotta yeah. party. Party. Could you gotta get kids. your Could sphincter ready. Well, I mean, that... <laughs> I... I uh... <laughs> I have to ask the question. That's it's the trash like, the demon is on. Now I'm on your total trash for the demon. Trash is party, and he's ready. His body's ready, Jack. His body is ready. I I don't understand if if the kids. So if if shit is going down in this church at this point, if kids come up here, are they now involved in some way? Like, are they in danger at this point? So I mean, was, as long as you don't crawl into the butthole, then no, you're this not. This was a question I had as well. The 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 priest was involved was sacrificing kids to this pagan. No, maybe. the I mean the old 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 priest, not curly. like a long time ago. Yeah, these are like wooden crates from eons ago that are wa- clean washed skeletons. They have like they have some like B roll dialogue stuff about yeah. an old orphanage yeah, yeah. guy. Who was also a priest? Yeah. Who okay. Relics kinda... are relatively new priest. That I... dude's like thirty. Come on, man. I thought it was like uh, taking over everybody who came there and making them sacrifice. Nah, kids. this shit's new. Okay. Krellick doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He's kind of a victim in this whole situation. Kind he of. He is very much a victim <laughs> in this whole situation. All he wanted to do was have like a small flock. Pour it out, dude. And instead, pour it out. Yep. Um, Jake. Last week, you had a nitpick with the entirety of uh, the British as a people. Sure. I have another one here. I like to comment that I do believe that uh, Deacon is Scottish. Uh, Scotland is in Great Britain. Okay. Well, mm. It's not in England. It's in Great Britain. They are. They don't want to be, though. part of the British Isles as the They don't want demonym. to be. You're fair. Okay, correct point, but they don't want to be. Okay. Not because they want to be, Jack. Well, Deacon says when he's <laughs> well, trying to get out of there as fast as he fucking can, he says, quick as you like. And that's an expression I've heard other British people say to mean as fast quick as, as like. fucking yep. possible. Yep. What a stupid expression. It means literally the exact yeah. opposite. As quick as I'd like is I'd like to have a coffee, have a quick sit down, read the yeah. news. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in fairness to that entire culture, uh, we use the term ASAP <laughs> in the exact same way. No, when I as use ASAP, I literally possible? mean as soon as possible. But I understand what the word literally means, Mark, so I understand the predicament you're in. What the fuck are you saying, Mark? <laughs> as soon as ASAP. possible means as soon as possible. As quick as you'd like means eh. Whenever you'd like to get to it, go ahead and do that. It, I guess it depends on what your definition of possible is, but okay. As soon you're as humanly as possible, as possible, unless your leg is severed. If you want severed. something now, say now. If you're saying ASAP, it's like, you know, it, literally it would just mean like, Mark, you know, if whatever. you're writing a I business email. I weep for your coworkers. I, have a I weep for your coworkers. Yeah, I have a question. If you're writing a business email, do you say send me this thing now or do you say send me this thing as soon as possible? 
ASAP. I provide them an actual deadline. I say send this to me by 3 p.m. I mean, specificity is extremely important. You passed the test. This was a trick question. If I send an email saying send this to me as soon as possible and I receive an email, like an interim email, before I get what I want, I will lose my fucking mind. Oh, well. I no. weep for your coworkers. You sound like a chore to work with. Yeah. You sound like a chore to work with. You don't understand what as soon as possible means. I do, actually. I, f- I think you'll find that you do not. Oh, uh, okay. We've reached an impasse. We can agree We can agree to disagree on this. We're going to agree to disagree. I'm afraid I cannot agree to we disagree We are agreeing to disagree. No, we have to agree. <laughs> okay, we're agreeing Bet. that ASAP means, like, get to it, whatever. <laughs> Do it. I don't get why I don't we're just to go back to the section we're actually in. I don't get why the tech guy is so impressed with the initial video of the mirror. Oh my god, he's a tech guy. It's such a terrible video. He should be the, the one you just have some that's cups, actually like, scooting around. Honestly, that's something this does wrong. He should be the one who's like, This is clearly if he's the skeptic tech guy, he this should be like horseshit this is clearly horseshit. Not the this... one who's like, You fucking see that, bruh. This like, is that cloud shoes. Yeah. What? That's it has like you it has like a this. few missing keyframes and he's blown off his gourd. You it's are like it's underselling this and I'm glad yeah, that you baby town brought it up. But they had to get away to shoehorn Deacon's story in about fucking uh stigmata and a mom's who cut her daughter's there hands had for ten to days be a better straight. way. There yeah, oh one hundred percent. I'm not willing to think about it, but there had to be a better way. I mean, the better way would just have been included at the end when it comes up organically because he hears the guy's eyes in the basement or whatever. Um, That's going to lead nicely into my next nitpick, though. The Vatican does not investigate as miracles things moving around inexplicably. I mean, I know, Jack. It's because they said the video was so good. Over, over, like, I think it's 99.4% of miracles the Vatican has ever investigated are medical. It's probably 0.325, but whatever. Are, are medical down, in Jack. nature, right? And the ones that aren't are, uh, were caused by natural disasters, but that's fine. You should, if you're I, fast- No, 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 no. The, the other ones are when fish turn into wine. <laughs> if you're as fascinated by the Vatican and what they do as this, then you probably should watch The Devil and Father of Martha. I might. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm infuriated by it. I'm, it's, I'm, it's a look at a people, Jack. Yeah. I, it, honestly, it does a decent job being a documentary about a people. It just has a weird, like, very travel channel-y thing at the end. Okay, well, very. yeah. You, yeah you've intrigued me about this. So. You should just watch it. It's an hour. Okay, well. Whatever. Yeah. Give it a, give it a rip. But there's no fucking way the Vatican would send an official investigation crew based on this horseshit video. The video was so good. The Pope saw it and was like, "We need to, we need to investigate this. This is a miracle." Which was it? The cool Pope or the twenty thirteen? It was the mean Pope, Mark. It was just sort of the interim Pope. No, twenty thirteen was Stone in the mean Pope's era. Rathlisberger. Oh, was that, that was Benedict. Yeah, Rathlisberger. Yes, and <laughs> Jack also knows a lot about the Catholics. Hmm? Mm-hmm. I have two final nitpicks that both center on Umberto. Umberto. The first of which is that he seems to prove that this site is a old pagan god using Google satellite photography. I uh, good point. <laughs> he just yeah he had thought these, about that. These, <laughs> yeah, he throws these overhead like literally ten thousand foot view images down. He's just like, see, it's a hill, therefore <laughs> pagan <Pagans. laughs> gods. <laughs> Any hill equals pagan gods. See the borderlands. Is that? 
this is this anywhere near any watch. border? No, I have a nit. I, I'll get there. Okay. Okay. Place. Lastly, they have this dude. Umberto is apparently like this super high up priest guy who knows all the all the church's secrets, just like Jack does. And he's performing this super nice ritual thing to get to get rid of the demon that's living in this church, whatever. And the two like most religious people. Other than him, Mar- uh, yeah, Mark and Deacon are just having like a straight up shouting argument in the background. That can't be good for the ritual that you're trying to perform. He doesn't give a fuck. He's in the zone. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> I'm in the in fucking the zone. zone. <laughs> but like, wouldn't you kind of like want the argument to happen either before or after the the chanting part I, of the ritual? I don't know, man. What are the fucking rules? Does the devil or God have to hear you? Like, I don't believe it matters. It can choose to hear you. Or can ignore yeah, so your email him like a fucking ruthless co-worker who I hate. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Talk more about that. No. Okay. Next time. <laughs> you got to ply him with more alcohol. And it'll be a it'll be a fourth segment. You just give him deadlines. You take co-workers. the same tactics, and they still fuck on you. No. I don't like it. <laughs> Fuckers. Work. That's all I have for Netflix. I, you guys that's have. not Work all sucks. I have. Let's, I know. Let, <laughs> Yeah, let's talk more Turn about. Turn the lights off. Carry me home. I have a question. She left me roses by the <laughs> stairs. Surprise! Let me know if she cares. Uh, ah! God damn it! This movie. It is called The Borderlands. That's a nitpick because why? I so actually I would have I would have put this in the middle because I actually love that name just because the Borderlands sounds cool. But why? I think because it's it's the border between Scotland and a pagan butthole. It's, it, it's the border between our world and the old gods' butts. Yeah, you said it better than I did. Neat pick, then. Yeah, perfect. Okay, no, not it's even a neat perfect pick. This title. Is what this movie does right. Well, you were the one bitching about it earlier, dude. Well, I thought I figured it out in between. You didn't, listener. We figured it out. The Borderlands is the perfect title. It's the border between religion and an old god's butt. Well, no, the borderline border between Earth and an old god's butt. Yes. Yeah. Earth equals religion. I don't know. Old god's butts equal religion. I think. Mm, I think it can all be. I religion. think you'll find. <laughs> I think you'll find it all equals Earth. <laughs> it's really just the borderlands between religion and another religion. All we are is an old god's butt. I mean, come on, Big Bang. Let's go. It almost certainly must be time to get out of here. I would like to remind the listener that all of this is tinged with a small amount of poison gas in the room that they're recording in. <laughs> I don't think it's small. <laughs> There's a sizable amount of poison gas. It almost certainly must be time to go to ratings. We already said it, man. Carry me home. She left me roses by the stairs. Surprises, let me know she cares. We over at ADC Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think about the Gromble. We rate how much his pupils deserve to go out on Halloween. But your Grumbleness, it's Halloween. <gasps> what? You think you deserve to go out on Halloween? Uh, yes. Looking for a yes? <laughs> Wrong! And for 10, think about Carly Rae Jepsen. We rate how much she likes you. Tell 
Stories, the first category to rate these movies. Jake, this was your goddamn pick. Give sure it a was. goddamn story rating. Six and a half. Six and a half. Six and a half. I'm putting this above average. Conceit, other than last part of the movie, is highly average, if not a little bit below. But I can't help myself, even from a more 30,000-foot view conceptual category like story is, to give this credit for what choice it makes in ultimately that's what this movie is is the choice it makes in getting real weird with it and i appreciate that therefore it's above average but i can't go too far above average because like 95 percent of the runtime is general is it catholic church weirdness is it pagan kind of basic things so there you go six and a half yeah look i don't have too much to add there i gave it a six i'm a little bit more i wanted to give it a lot higher because i i like the just general like there's a weird church here and people are coming to investigate and things get really fucked up and end up inside a sphincter but yeah it it pisses me off in the exact same ways you said i don't like that it spends a long time debating about christian paganism blah 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 blah, and then just ends up in a sphincter i don't i don't like their weird dichotomy there and their weird tonal shift but i think it's ultimately above average mark i'm in the same boat i gave it a six i don't think much more needs to be said great world building and immersion is our second category jake what is your world building and immersion score i gave this a seven uh this is a movie where the found footage works for me we've talked about our complaints with it but i think by and large when we went through the exercise of of getting down the line in terms of what a found footage movie can do correctly or incorrectly this does more well than it does poorly and that helps with immersion yeah that's just kind of how it goes with found footage and then you add to that the setting which this kind of thing works for me like the small town there's a weird thing going on up on the hill somewhere in a church really old ancient type weird shit going on you bring in a little tinge of like the catholicism you get to what you get to at the end when there's this nail-biting conclusion, though it is short and there's a lot of darkness. It just works. What'd That's you give it? I gave it, a, I gave it a seven. I gave it a seven. Yeah. I gave it a seven. Yeah. I gave it a seven. I gave it a seven. Look, I gave it a six. Yeah. It's it's for much the same reasons. just worked a little bit less for me, and I was a little bit more taken out by the poor pacing. I don't, I don't really want to say poor pacing, but, but not poor. great pacing, let's say. Slow burn. Yeah, but but even that, it's not it's not the same slow burn. A lot of slow burns are so. Okay, I I gave it a six. I agree with you, Mark. Yeah, this isn't really the movie that comes to mind when I think of slow burn, but I, I get what you're saying. It is like very deliberately paced. I gave it a seven. I think we're all in the same boat. The only thing I'd like to add here is that I was really the times where I was really taken out were anytime they threw in those visual effects of either the audio, the the digital glitch or the missing keyframes. Sure. Especially toward the end when they're walking through the catacombs, and maybe this is an argument that they're tr- that they're beaming the thing back to some type of central relay station. No, I don't know. How you no, they that never argument. established that. Yeah, no, I'm giving it a lot of credit where it does not deserve it. Yeah. But <clears throat> those, I mean, it just ends up being hard to watch, and. <laughs> I, you know, at the point where people are reacting, not necessarily to the missing keyframes, but to like the digital glitch things that are happening on screen, it's something that pulls me out at the height of the movie. And then the sheer quality level brings me back in, but it's not, that's not a roller coaster ride I want to go on. I just want to stay in the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Well, I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's I know what you're really saying. I would love that. to stay in a movie the whole time. That's the Holy Grail. Yeah. Yeah. 
Scare Factor is our third category. Jake, what is your Scare Factor score? I gave it a five, and this feels a bit high. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! What? It feels, it feels a bit high. A lot of this movie is nothing. The end really disturbed me. It really disturbed me. If I'm actually going to dive into, and I've kind of like concealed this until now... If I'm going to dive into why I recommended we watch this movie and why I brought it in, the idea of a claustrophobic sequence in a horror movie that ultimately results in you being devoured alive by the digestive enzymes of some unspoken, ununderstandable old god is really fucking weird. But if you're to break that down... You're in an area you can't move out of, and you're being, like, acid-rained to death. That is fucking terrifying. It's horrifying. It's- and that boosted this, like, a lot. A lot. Big stuff because eats little stuff. Because I could not get that out of my mind almost more in the second viewing than the first. And that says something. So I'm giving it the score that I think it's due. So the reason I made the noise I did was because I... I, I think I went too high. Like, I expected you to go uh, higher. No. There's not much happening until then, so I can't go higher. Okay, give me your rating. I give gave it, it a six. Okay. Look, but Jesus I wanted to give it higher. I wanted to give it <laughs> higher. I wanted to give it higher. I made the noise I did because I thought I was going to be the lowest. Oh, I see. Yeah. No, I, I understand. It's a bit of a conundrum, but there's not enough happening throughout the runtime of the movie for me to give it enough of a tilt. I think this this stems from having watched just way too goddamn many found footage movies, but there are so many scenes of, like, pitch blackness or just watching a hallway or a stairway or whatever where nothing ends up happening that, like, leaves me on edge and leaves me like, "Ah, ah, nothing fucking, it just, like, I don't know, blue balls in a horror way. Got blue balls. So maybe that's working for me. Maybe that's what I need now. Uh, <laughs> you need to get okay. I'm not gonna. You're go into there. denial. Yeah. Go yeah. Okay. I'm really into edging these days. Um, but uh, in horror movies, it uh, <laughs> it's got to be a six for me, and I wanted to give it higher because that ending is truly terrifying. They find the secret hallway in the church, and they're going down. And it gets. I mean, I did the same thing with the descent and other movies that have this like uh, what as above, so below that have this like claustrophobic element. Yeah. Act, but but like uh feel believably tacked on to other horror aspects. That works for me. Sure. When they when you shoehorn <laughs> it in like the Blair Witch, it sucks. Yeah, okay, I was gonna ask. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean it still kinda works. The claustrophobic elements still work for me, but it's still it's not as good. But when you have a movie that's tense and good stuff's happening, it has other good shit going on, and then also appends to it a a good claustrophobic element, that's gonna work for me. It's a six. But Ultimately, you're right. Not a lot happens throughout most of this movie. Mark! Sure. I I also gave it a six. If you're a listener who's just starting with this episode for some reason, first off, welcome. Second (laughs) off, you would think that Jake is the one who is the, like, found footage guru of the site. That's normally my mantle. You have been talking Because you've been talking at length about how much you like found footage movies and going back and watching all the movies. Oh, I do like them. True. I am willing to just go ahead and say on the record, Mark is our found footage guy. I do think that you're I a like, zombie guy. I like found. Well, fuck you. I do <laughs> like found footage movies. Mark is our found footage guru, but I enjoy them in a similar fashion. Mark's a found footage fanboy. 
You have a healthy respect yeah, yes. for found footage movies. I do. Yeah. I, do. I don't think I'm quite at the guru level. I, no, you're and, at the fanboy level. I, yeah, and exactly. I hate zombie movies. So, yeah. Well, no, you don't. Well, so. Yeah, patently untrue. Anyways, uh, I, this movie is like tailor-made for my interests. This is the thing that like I love found footage movies where people try and disprove ghosts or demons. That's like that is exactly what my bailiwick is. Sure. So a lot of these tropes, even though they're very tropey, resonate with this. This movie is my resonant frequency. Ooh. Um, I think I'm probably making an argument for why this should be higher in my brain. I, d- I did end up going with a six, so we're all kind of in the same boat. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I actually enjoy this movie more before they get to the very, very end. I they I like that they make a choice and go for that thing. But just the whole con, the whole like the way this progresses from basically from the point where Krillick kills himself through things getting progressively a little bit more creepy to them going into the basement. That's the scary part of this movie for me. And then the end is like a nice little set piece thing, but it doesn't really do anything. Yeah, for I agree with that. I that that description makes a lot of sense and i'm i agree i i don't know what else to say sure i gave it a slightly lower score though we are moving on to what i sure. think might be a controversial category here effects I'm that way. or judicious lack thereof jake i gave it controversial sh- by the way means that we're off by more than one i know piece, I oh <laughs> my god i gave this slightly below average i went with a five don't eviscerate me yet I think that we talked about a lot of different things that had to do with effects, some good, some bad. Uh, The bad, we can get right to it. There are some really weird digital things that happen throughout this movie where it starts to fragment, and that takes me out a whole hell of a lot, and I think that it's a stupid thing to use as a tension device. This movie does this in spades. So if that's going to bother you, just note that moving in, and if you're this far, I feel like you've seen this already, so fuck it. Secondly, I think there's a really cool thing going on from a sound effects standpoint. We also mentioned that the scratching noise that kind of progresses throughout the film, and they're trying to track it. That's one mm-hmm. of the things that kind of helps. The sound to is in 3D. Up. <laughs> the tension. That's really nice. Other than that, there's a l- quite a bit, with the exception of a few little things, that is, I would call judicious lack thereof. Exception of a few little things. And then the end is its own weird morsel. It really is. What do you guys? What do you guys think of that weird little morsel? How does it look? I really good, except for no. I'm, I'm going to get this. Is, this is a know. big part of my rating. This is I a big part know. of my rating. It looks like sand in a circular tube that has some this red. This is a big part of my rating. On it, it's got red on it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I gave it a four. Okay, that's. I don't care. I, I don't. I don't not care. <laughs> I well, don't disagree. You. I don't. I yeah, don't. This is hate less it. controversial than I thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah not controversial at all. So ultimately, th- this is a movie that does, with as low a budget as it has, they make things look very fucking good. Okay. But then they infuriatingly, like, work around shit in a way that actively makes the effects worse. Yeah. Right? And the, the last few scenes are perfectly emblematic of that, where. The people melting and their skin burning off and the scabs in <laughs> yeah. the poor video is really good, but it's interrupted Ish. by such ter- – it's, it's fine, at least, but it's interrupted by such terrible digital artifacting because and then of that. cutting in between and seconds of blackness, cutting back in with a guy well, that's screaming. The, that's the part that's kind of like the void, right, where you're kind of like trying to hide, not having to show too much of what you're doing. You can still freeze frame that, but you're not going to get – But it, it was still already like steamy I think- and – 
like out of focus, but they don't want to give you too much. They piled on the void too much of it. The void did it differently. Than it this did it totally. One hundred percent. I'm just saying it's a similar device where you just try not to. But show but but much. here's what I'm saying. They made things that looked okay with how mo- fast the cameras were moving and shakily and out of focus it was. The effects they had for the skin melting from the acid, I thought looked okay. And it certainly wasn't helped by showing me less of it because you're cutting to black for no reason from the fake digital artifacting. So it was like sure. you added the shit to make it look better where it absolutely excuse me, didn't need to be. Jack, did you start crying? Uh, a little bit. Are you having a moment? I, I'm feeling. I'm, I'm very, very passionate about this. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I gave it a. I gave it a four and a half. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's not at all a controversial it. category. This, this, this is the. Uh, this, this is, is the one of the least controversial categories. Yeah, I mean, overall, uh, some parts of this movie do look good. We haven't really talked about the burning sheep scene. It's. I realize it's basically just a bonfire, but I mean, you know, it looks. It, it looks fine. It looks yeah, like it's a fire. bonfire. It, it looks blackness. like fire that they like had some sheep noises before. Um, and I mean the establishing shots of like the town. I like. The, I like them driving through that weird road where they seem to be going like way too fucking. They fast comment for this on that one too. lane road. They comment on that too. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, all the roads are like, I don't know, people high grass, and he's going what seems like seventy miles an hour. Yeah, and it's one lane. It's hour. like one lane. You have roughly the width of your side view mirrors on each side, and he's just gunning it. <laughs> but I do feel like you get a decent sense of place based off of their like their camera work and some of the effects there. I, I guess that's mostly judicious lack thereof. But uh, you guys already took the interesting things to talk about, so I'm just going to ramble on until you cut me off. All right, let's cut go off. to overall. Jake, what is your overall score This yeah on The Last Sacrament? On the last sacrament, aka the final prayer, you aka the Borderlands, <laughs> aka I don't know what else you want to call it. This is one of the biggest tilts up I've ever given. Uh, I'm giving Uh-oh. this movie a seven for overall. Yeah, that's a okay. that's a big tilt up on overall. This movie has the magic juju that I want with a found footage movie. I'm going to keep talking about that now, Mark, because you called me out. Wherein I am totally incapable of understanding what's coming my way as a first time viewer and it's going to deliver a punch that I'm not fully expecting right and on top of that I think that the ride there is pretty good it answers the questions it needs to answer from just a general standpoint from a found footage movie yeah you have to do that or you're not going to get a good score from a found footage movie standpoint if you pass that test then we can talk and we're talking and I think this movie does a pretty good job of that. On top of that, it makes a decision. We're on record as, as awarding decisions that are made within a movie, whether they're good or bad. I think in this one, it's weird, but ultimately, it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, so I just look back on this one kind of fondly, and the ending disturbed the shit out of me. So there you go. Yeah, look, uh, this is these ratings are just going to be almost entirely uninteresting. I gave it a seven. Uh, which is, a, I think, probably a tiny also little bit a of a tilt, tilt up, up for me. Yeah. but It should be a pretty big tilt up, I would yeah, think. Damn. God! <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I don't have a lot to add here. This is a movie that I enjoyed a lot. It, It's it's watchable enough throughout at, based on the performances and the character development. And uh, then then it goes somewhere where you're just like not fucking ready for. And it's crazy. I mean, I like that's, that. that's thing prime for yeah. this movie is the decision. No, but, but if they had done that after unwatchable acting... It wouldn't have been the same thing at all. Absolutely so, true. Absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's a seven for me. It was it was uh, a a surprisingly fun movie to watch. Hmm. Mark, I went way lower and gave it a six and a half. Oh, how dare <laughs> you! Fucking Christ! This is gonna come up at the end of the year, Mark. Yep, yep, I agree. Uh, you guys have already hit on it. It's it's a pretty decent movie. I do think it has a lot of limitations and i think in general the ending if you're going to talk about watching this with like a group of buddies or whatever the ending itself is going to be interesting and a topic of conversation but i do think it's going to be divisive but it takes you all to uh, get there too yeah yeah exactly so i mean to a certain extent you're watching a relatively generic ghost hunter movie that has a very polarizing ending and I, you know very. if you're polarized in the right direction you're going to like it yeah but and i think that's kind of where this we all let it group, out Oh yeah, we yeah, like definitely. we watch enough yeah. of these horror. We watch enough horror movies to where you see shit like this, you know that that's not typical in terms of the grand scheme, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, like the fact that you're able to see something like this that's just like, hey, we're gonna make this choice. We're gonna throw a gigantic sphincter under the earth in there. <laughs> Go for it. Cool. I'm in. Yeah, but I'm also, in. I mean, there is an argument to be made there that from a writing perspective, that's just a giant deus ex machina because they couldn't figure out how to actually finish it. Yeah, that's kind of bullshit, though. If that's your deus ex machina, then I am interested in the thoughts you have as a human being, and I want <laughs> you to make more horror movies because that's cool. If I you're going to if you're yeah. going to do that and I, that's I, what you resort to, yeah, fine. I will say I typically, am fine with that. Typically, a deus ex machina like resolves plot holes you can't otherwise resolve like fixes a way that you've painted yourself into a corner and that gets you out of this was not necessary to cover up any plot holes <laughs> this was just like and now this this doesn't answer any fucking questions they'd previously raised i mean look i would like to reiterate i also like the ending i like it i like the way the whole thing unfolded but it's gonna leave a bad taste in people's mouths because they're gonna be like they just they just ended it. They just killed it. And the, basically the script said, and, and then they were dead. And what, though? What do you want? Do you want a coyote who spins plates on its nose down there? Like, yeah, a I little think bit. this is the yeah. right... Okay. Wait, hold I mean, on. Yeah. I don't know what you're referencing, but that sounds That's great. not a reference. I'm just riffing here. I'm riffing. That came out of your brain. That's a result of the poisonous gas. I was trying a little bit to relate it to the um, Idaho Horror Film Festival cartoon coyote movie we watched. Oh, shit, no. Okay. Uh, I don't know, man. There's a lot of carbon. Look, I don't. Here. I don't think it's a Deus Ex Machina though, because I think that that particular term describes you fixing a problem you've developed through poor writing via inexplicable mechanisms. Well, now and we're just not describing terms that people know, which is not going is it, to uh, do us any favors. So, so it's caveat emptor then. There's definitely not caveat emptor, but it uh, is time to get the fuck out of here. Lorem ipsum? It's <laughs> yes, definitely lorem it's ipsum. It's lorem ipsum. Yep, they just did okay. some lorem ipsum. Yep, that's what it is. Nailed it. This has been episode 119 of the A to Z Horrorcast. To check out everything we have going on, head over to A to Z Horror.com or come hang out with us on either of our social media channels. That's Facebook, that is Twitter, and those links are right down there in the description below. As always, pick up that phone. I'm sure you're listening to this thing on. Give this podcast a like, rating, review. Send it on over to somebody you know using whatever podcasting app you choose to listen to this thing on. We don't judge unless you're listening on Stitcher. And then, then we, we judge a little bit, yeah. Just a little bit. As always, the music has been coming at you from Super Bear. That link's going to be down there in the description below as well. And next week, we're getting back to our second picks of the group. We're getting around to our second picks of the group. Let's put it that way. We're back to Mark. We're getting back to Mark. Yay. So what movie from the 90s are we watching? 
13 Ghosts. Oh, shit. We actually are watching one from the 90s. Yeah, no shit. I mean, it's Mark. That might have been like 2000. No, that was like 98. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's going to be a movie that's like that. It's 13 Ghosts. That's going to be coming at you next week. And the 13 Ghosts from the Tony Shalhoub yes. 13 yes. Ghosts. Yes, yeah. That yeah, one. The good one. Yes. The one that they oh, did. Okay. The good one. Listener, until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for showing me where that is for future reference. Within arm's reach of you. No. You. Oh my God! Lean a little <laughs> bit. This is infuriating. This is a. I can't do it. God. I dropped the cap. I was gonna throw it. You fuck. Yeah.